BBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. Special Olympics Gibraltar will be sending 27 athletes to the World Games in Berlin next month. Their chief executive, Annie Riso, assistant head of delegation, Michael Mauro, and golfer Julian de las Heras joined me to talk about their preparation and also their search for partners to sponsor an athlete. Now, two world-class Austrian artists were set to perform at the Convent Ballroom on Tuesday evening. It's a song recital organised by the Philharmonic Society, featuring baritone Paul Armin Edelman and pianist Marcus Fortzelner. They told us every performance is unique. But first, it's normal to feel anxious sometimes. It's how we respond to feeling stressed. And it isn't always a bad thing. It can help us to stay alert. But anxiety can be a problem if it affects your ability to live your life. Clubhouse has had an event today to mark Mental Health Awareness Week. And our reporter, Cristina Cortez, was there and brought us this summary. So it's a Mental Health Awareness Week, which has the aim of increasing understanding of an area of health that, as we know, has been often stigmatised in the past of the different kinds of mental health issues and what support is available in Gibraltar. Uh, As you said, the focus this year is anxiety and it is something we're all familiar with and which we've all experienced at some points from worry, fear and unease and the physical symptoms that can even accompany this, such as a rapid heartbeat, sweating or, or even a panic attack. Um, although, uh, as you said, we've all been anxious at some point, it can also be a chronic condition that affects some people more than others and makes it hard for them to live their lives as they'd like to, and it can be triggered by external life events. So that's been the focus of Mental Health Awareness Week. That is the focus of Mental Health Awareness Week. The GHA says anxiety can be manageable with the right tools and that help is out there. Uh, and Clubhouse Gibraltar held an event this morning. It's also marking Mental Health Awareness Week. It held a, a coffee morning uh, to raise awareness and bring people together and also emphasising the supported offer and the sense of community that it offers. Um, I spoke to uh, the CEO of Clubhouse Gibraltar, Tania Aguilar. It's a normal, very normal condition that anybody at any time of their lives can feel anxiety, you know, any before an interview or any any other or problems, family problems, health problems. So it's very common, but it, when it becomes out, you know, it's out of control when it's become a problem. And is this something that you feel people are more aware of nowadays? Yeah, definitely. You know, during COVID, because of everybody was really scared and everybody was isolated at home, isolation is quite bad for anxiety and depression. So I think COVID, because of COVID, people are more aware of, of anxiety. And you mentioned the pandemic. Uh, do you think this has had a lasting effect on people then? I think is uh, the awareness is, um, is, is better now because a lot of people that... They didn't think that uh, mental health uh, problems, they, they could affect them. And now, because of COVID, people are more aware that anybody can have any mental condition and mental health condition at any time. Yeah, so uh, as you heard, Tanya emphasises that it, it, mental health issues can affect anyone and that they can be exacerbated by events such as COVID. Um, and she also talked about the the help that Clubhouse uh, itself offers its members uh, through a range of programmes. They've got social programmes, they've got educational programmes. Uh, they help people to find employment and uh, the aim is to support them and, and help people to support each other. So I spoke to uh, some of the members, uh, one of them, uh, Justin Wood. He told me about how Clubhouse had helped him personally. I come to Clubhouse every morning, I wake up, I go to routine, I take my medication, I come to Clubhouse and I work behind the kitchen in hospitality, I help in other units, 
And for me, Clubhouse has changed my life completely. I was lost before. I started going to Wellington Front in the old place. And I thought the first time, the first day I went, I thought it was a cult when I came out. And I said to them, I'm not coming back. But after coming here, I've been five years coming, it's changed my life completely. I got a routine, a structure in my life. I take a lot of medication for my mental health, but I'm stable. And Clubhouse helps me with filling up forms, whatever, jo- jobs, whatever. And we are all a family here in Clubhouse. The voice of Justin Wood speaking to Christina Cortez, who's here in the Radio Gibraltar studio. Uh, what a lovely way to put it, no? Yeah, absolutely. And it was very much like the people I spoke to, it was very much uh, that idea that it sort of offers a sense of routine and also a sense of uh, community. And uh, Tanya emphasised that, uh, you know, uh, today's event was to have the door open so people could come and discuss, ask questions. Organisations are also welcome to come and, and see how they can improve their mental health offering. And, uh, you know, like, like I said, the education programme, employment, uh, they help people with issues such as housing. And so you can, she was also keen to emphasise that you can contact them, whether you feel you need support or whether you'd like to help. So their their premises, their lovely premises, uh, on uh, three, uh, 304 Main Street, that's near Convent Place. Uh, they're open till 6. And you can also call them on 200 68423. They're online as well. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. And it's my pleasure to be jo- joined in the studio by baritone Paul Armin Ed Edelman. Sorry, Paul, I, I, I told you I'd, I'd rehearse it, but I haven't rehearsed it enough. No, no, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Armin Edelman is here, and um, and he's going to be singing this evening, and he'll be accompanied by the pianist Marcus Foltz-Elner. I did all right with that one. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Thank you for joining us, gents. Um, so so uh, tell us a little bit about what music you've got in store. We start with uh, the 12 songs of uh, Justinus Kerner by Robert Schumann for the Mm. first part. And uh, after intermission with uh, Beethoven and Die Ferne Geliebte and then Mahler Rückert uh, songs, which are very, very famous. So it's a nice mixture of very uh, classic, romantic uh, work. Lovely. And how important is it to have uh, the piano accompanying you? Oh, that's very, very, very important. Uh, we singers in a recital uh, are very dependent to somebody who is very sensitive, who breathes with us, who have the same ideas of colors. And uh, it makes a big difference if, if somebody has the sensitivity to go with you. What do you mean by colors in music? Paul? Colors in music is... Actually, the colors in music is what's been written between the lines. You know, it's not only singing the lines, how how you read it, to find something between the lines. And that to deliver to the audience is our mm, biggest mm, challenge and uh, opportunity also. Okay, let's bring in Marcus. So Marcus, um, uh, we're hearing there that a piece of music is written, but then it needs to be interpreted. And and you and you are, have been credited with being sensitive by what we just heard from Paul there and, and responding to his lead. Is that right? Or yeah, Paul is very very nice with with me. As well. but uh, no, but uh, the most important things are these colors. Yeah? There was a, a famous uh, Austrian opera singer who said the um, how to, to, to say the, the provocant sentence 
this core, the notes in this core, are just suggestions. He said in original, uh, that are only suggestions. Yeah? Wow. Which means that you have, uh, um, you have the, the task to uh, to read as as Paul said between the the lines and create colors and these colors make the difference if they're singing a Paul I mean Edelman or if they're singing uh, Christian Geha or Brian Terfell or anyone else uh, these these colors uh, respond to the uh, to the subject. Uh, um, to the individuality yeah. of the singer and of the of the pianist, and uh, the pianist in this case has the the task to 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 be servant to the singer. Yeah? On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Special Olympics now because they're preparing for a big event. They're sending a team to uh, world the, the World Games in Berlin next month. A whole 43-strong team, which sounds like a difficult uh, challenge, but an exciting one uh, for the Special Olympics Chief Executive, Annie Riso, and her team. Uh, good afternoon to you, Annie. How are you? Good afternoon, Jonathan. Doing well, thank you. Glad to hear it. Um, so, 43 athletes, that, uh, that, that does sound like a, quite a, a mission. Well, it's really 27, and the rest are the coaches and the support, you I, know, uh, I'm with you. coaches. A, a, team, a team of 43, but uh, uh, 27, yeah, 27 athletes. athletes. Still 27 athletes. Si, si, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not the first time you're doing this. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> it's not the biggest team either. I'm trying to remember. It's quite a big team, but uh, we've had bigger ones. Excellent. And um, and how, how is the team feeling generally? We'll bring in uh, uh, Julian and Michael in just a moment. But Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. It's hotting up, uh, as you can imagine. What is it, two or three weeks to go? And uh, um, the excitement, uh, the wanting to be there already. Um, and all the last uh, items that we're putting together... Uh, and information, they just want information, information, information. When are we having a meeting? When are we, you know, so that is going on at the moment. Excellent. Uh, let's bring in Julian. Um, Julian, how is the, tr are you training a lot at the moment? Yes, a lot of training. Um, I, uh, my my friend Ivan, it's his, it's his first big games. Uh, he went to, was it last year? Malta. Malta last year was no uh, invitational, so it was like uh, half maybe a half as like uh biggest the official one and uh i was i was telling him you there was no words to describe how great the games are i just want to be there right now <laughs> <laughs> super excited no? yeah uh that's amazing no words to describe so you've you've been to one before i've been to one yes i went to abu dhabi abu dhabi and uh, what makes it so good it's just the atmosphere and also the fireworks <laughs> can't compete with the fireworks <laughs> and, sorry, sorry. and also the fact that they bring in uh, they don't necessarily announce headliners uh, for whoever whoever's singing whoever's uh, performing so you just find out when you're there and maybe some of them are shocked like uh, last year was um, uh, the woman who sang uh, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman oh wow she did uh, the, the, she sang This Is Me live on stage and 
me standing there not knowing what the greatest showman that song was because I hadn't watched it yet. But <laughs> no offense. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's better now. And then uh, there was also um, uh, Luis Fonsi from Despacito. Wow. Yes, he was part of the Special Olympics theme song. So. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so apart from uh, taking part in uh, the competitions, you you have this sort of excitement around yes. the the actual event as 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 an event itself and entertainment. Yes, brilliant. Um, let let's bring in Michael. Uh, Michael, what um, tell us a little bit about um, uh, about your role in in recent uh, weeks and what's been keeping you busy. Well, uh, we have been kept quite busy, especially with the local organisation committee. We've had a lot of webinars. Uh, there's a lot of information coming through. And uh, locally, we're preparing the kits, the teams, the coach educations. It's been quite hectic, uh, especially the last two months. So, in a way, it's been good. It's, it's been good because we've been kept occupied and we are seeing that everything is getting together now. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar Today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.